You're about to listen to the GD Ponderosa podcast. GD may not mean what you think. To us, it means green divas and green dudes. We've moved our act up to the recording studio formerly known as Ponderosa, meaning Ponder the Rose, not the Bonanza Ranch that some think of. So now we're GD Ponderosa Studios, and our team of audio geeks and producers make music, podcasts, videos, audiobooks, live events, and all kinds of creative mischief. More than a studio, we are like a wonderful, wacky family. Join us on this journey and be entertained as we share a slice of life and the creative process up here at GD Ponderosa. Hey, everyone. Glad you tuned us in. You're uh, listening to GD Ponderosa Podcast. I am Green Diva Mac. And I'm Green Diva Lisa. And we are your... Hostess with the mostest. Yeah, I was thinking like <laughs> like your uh, your tour guide for the next half hour or so. So, you know, I don't know how y'all are doing, but we're growing chickens. And we're growing veggies. Like, yeah, but there has been progress. Like, literally, I think we should post some pictures. But the garden has been getting worked on. Uh, Kevin actually has been helping us. With yeah, a couple of couple of different guys, but build this beautiful fence for the garden. Uh huh. There will be no intruders. None shall pass. <laughs> Those fat bastards are not coming in. Not getting in. And the next project, of course, we did get the chicken coop delivered. Mm-hmm. But now we have to build the Fort Knox run. Again, none shall pass. Our girls, you know, we gotta we gotta protect the girls. Exactly. Who are now kind of almost grown up. There's so much prey in the neighborhood. <laughs> I know. We let them out one day, get a little fresh air in there, just, pet, you know, sitting back there. And like two hawks instantly started hmm, circling. What's going on down there? Smells like chicken. Anyway, so we're doing that. We're doing some podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. And Megan's Kev- been practicing the ukulele regularly. Oh, yeah. I have about a dozen songs in my songbook there of <laughs> ukulele things. And, you know, I might eventually get good enough to sing one of them in public, but mostly <laughs> it's for the chickens. Uh-huh. They literally, and Wayne will testify to this, that like the first time we opened the door for them to come out, they were like, oh, no. So I started singing to them. They came running outside. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, because, you know, truth be told, I sing to them every morning. I have a little morning song, and now they're used to it, so they, they kind of... You're the one that feeds them, so... Well, no, I'm not. Actually, Wayne is the feeder. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he can't sing. <laughs> and apparently, they're partial to singing people. That's good. I'll probably take that with a grain of salt well, for myself, because, you know, they might, I might change their minds if no. I started singing to them. No, they're, they're the good audience, man. They made me feel like I, you know... Like I mattered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we going to talk to today? Today, we are really, really excited to share with you an interview that we did with Rhonda Ross. Mm. What a bright light she is. Mm-hmm. And it's a really inspiring interview on so many levels. Right. Of course, she's a fabulous musician and her voice lights up. 
musically and her, her talent in music is great, but her soul comes through in this conversation in a way. Right. And she's got great advice for people who come into the studio new. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she really nailed it. It was so nice to hear. We ask everybody the same question, which if you've been listening, you know what it is, man. It's about what advice would you give a newcomer coming into a studio? And we we thought, oh, my gosh, it might end up boring. Everybody's going to say, be prepared. (laughs) And some people do say that, but they also come along with other um, advice to go along with that. But what we've been finding is everybody has a slightly different piece of really vital advice. Based on their own experiences in yeah. recording studios. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, great been stories. it's been really fun. So I'm looking forward to one of these days when we get a few more podcasts strung together with these particular questions being answered, stringing them together. Yeah. It's going to be like a really fun advice piece. Yep, we'll put it on the website. So I think we're going to talk to Tom And as it turns out, I don't know when this is actually going to go out, probably in a day or two, but today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Tom, you old dog. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he's younger than... He's younger than all of us, but he's grown a beard and mustache. Oh, he's keeping... He's marking the time, Marking the time with the beard and a mustache, which my husband was doing. Wayne was doing that, but anyway, he shaved that, but he's marking... Wayne is marking time by growing his hair long. And we're kind of teasing him because we're going to put it in a ponytail soon and maybe get an earring on there. <laughs> <laughs> that's never going to happen. My hipster husband. Oh, that's so funny. He's husband. so not the ponytailed male kind of guy, but he is a handsome dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he has beautiful hair. So I'm I'm going to enjoy the ponytail I if know. we ever get that far. So anyway, happy birthday to Tom. And let's see what he's up to. Hey, hey, Tom Askins on the line. Birthday boy. <laughs> Happy birthday, Tom. Hey. Thank you. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you guys? We are doing good. Yeah. All right. So far, so good, man. Yeah. Awesome. What's happening up there? Well, we just had this amazing interview with Rhonda Ross. That's what I understand. I'm so glad that uh, you guys all connected. Awesome. Yeah. Who waxes poetic about you, by the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, her, she really loves the studio, but she particularly really liked working with you. And I think it was a, a really good experience for her because, as you'll hear in her interview, she had some rough experiences in recording studios prior to coming up here. Yes, she uh, she had a fabulous time. And it was funny to, to watch it evolve. When I first met her, I could sense, um, you know, just the, the trepidation, you know, is this going to work? Is, you know, I've tried this so many times, it's never really worked out. And then I think we were probably about 45 minutes into the session and she said, I will never go anywhere else. This is it. <laughs> this is it. So uh, it was it was a lovely time and uh, looking forward to to uh, some more. We were talking the other day uh, and she's been writing. So I'm uh, looking forward to, to having uh, her and the whole gang back up. Uh, we had so much fun meeting her. Yeah. Everybody we've talked to is writing and coming up with some good creative work. So I'm going to be really interested to see what kind of you know, we're going to have this whole season of Corona music coming well, out, right? Well, we are. I mean, my, my phone has been ringing and, uh, you know, yeah. not only with people, you know, checking in because they're ready and, you know, anxious to get a date on the calendar, 
but uh, Mike Lawler, he's finishing up his record. We still have some mixes to do. He's ready to come in. Sharon Brackelman's, Lori Cagno, Uncle Stump, uh, Joe Biglin, uh, Brian St. John, Danny Tilton, and uh, and Rhonda Ross, hopefully this autumn, which will be amazing. So uh, yeah. looking forward to getting back in the saddle, that's for sure. Oh, boy, we all are. That's great. Yeah, I just had that back in the saddle song run through my head. <laughs> and you know what? I used to like sing on every show some dumb song that came into my head. And I don't do that on this particular podcast because I'm among like musicians now. <laughs> yeah. And expose myself that way, man. <laughs> how, how are the uh, how are the chickens? You know, they're getting big. And I explained in the opening that they are my audience, by the way. Like I sing to them and Wayne will be my witness that they literally respond. They run to me when I oh, sing. Oh, that's great. Maybe it's to peck me to death to shut me up. I don't know. But yeah. so far, they appear to be a good audience. She's been practicing her ukulele. Oh, that's great. We'll have to have a jam session. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are We are going to do that how are things going in the dungeon <laughs> ah, things are going great and uh and the rest of your home <laughs> and the rest is great we're going to be having uh guitar lessons upstairs in a little bit are you are both your boys taking guitar lessons from you they are wow oh, yeah we, we started uh when we got locked up here at home uh we started just thinking of other things to to do that we wouldn't otherwise make the time to do and so this right is, this is one thing like okay here's the perfect opportunity to learn some some guitar and I set up a piano and we've been doing that so just having a great time. So what's the name of your band? <laughs> yeah, I right? don't know yet. That's a good question. I'm sure I'm sure one of them will come up with a very Next time uh, we talk name. to you we, we want to know the name. Asking. Yeah, <laughs> Always there asking. Always asking. That's it. We got it now. All right. I'll give you credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want great. I want I want royalties when that happens. You got it. You got it. Always cool. asking. That's perfect. Aww. <laughs> All right. Can't wait to see you soon. I know. Great to hear your and, voice. And um, thanks so much for, you You do all the editing on these shows, and we sure do appreciate it. Because ah, my pleasure. you do it in, what, a quarter of the time. I'm banging my <laughs> head on a table by the time, you know, you've got it done. So. Yeah, labor of love. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped you guys are doing this. This is great. Thank Say you so much, Say hello to your Tom. lovely family. Thank you, gang. You too. Talk to you in a bit. Take care. Rhonda, tell us 
how you are doing in the midst of our new experience here with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Well, I was on tour when it started to become clear that everything was going to start shutting down. That was mid-March. And I had um, performances in Los Angeles. So I actually flew myself and my son to Los Angeles because I wasn't quite sure, you know, that was that time. Nobody knew what things were going to continue, which things were going to um, to get canceled. So anyway, so I hunkered down here in Los Angeles. So I'm out in Los Angeles. Um, my son and I, and we are um, sheltering in place and and doing all of that. And it's been, our experience has not been as intense as it would have been had we stayed in New York. I believe we live in Harlem. So I don't think it has been, but at the same time, uh, just the, the sheltering in place has allowed for a lot of introspection, you know, a lot of looking at one's life and making some decisions about what's important, who's important, um, how to go deeper, uh, not just as an artist, but as a human, how to connect in ways when we can't do it physically, what are the ways we connect and what do we as individual humans want to offer during this time? What do we offer? That that was big for me. Are we offering more fear and anxiety or are we part of the offering of calm and the offering of peace? And so that's been really my my thinking process during this time. Wow. Yeah, we are right there with you, sister. I can't, now I know why everybody loves you. <laughs> Other than your gorgeous voice and your wonderful music, which we have gotten a chance to listen to. Yeah, we've been listening to the In Case You Didn't Know. Yes, the CD that I, I recorded at Ponderosa, yeah. And you did yeah. a really nice GD Ponderosa. Well, it was a Ponderosa Live at that point. It didn't oh, have right. a GD on that's- it. <laughs> So the GD is is us. The Green Divas is the brand that Megan started years ago. And mm-hmm. then since we took over the studio, we're blending our brands. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I've had wonderful, every experience I've had uh, at Ponderosa has been wonderful in, in its own way. And yes, I, I brought my band there. I think maybe it was two separate days. I, I've forgotten now, but uh, and we we laid down the the music for my record in case you didn't know. And then I came back, just me and and Tom, which is such a special memory for me. Tom Askin, yeah, yeah. Uh, I came back. I stayed in the apartment upstairs, and we just did the vocals, the lead vocals, and uh, we recorded them. And then we sat and we listened to them and chose which ones were the right ones and. And he's so, he is so good at what he does. His heart is so open and he's so smart. And so I was able to explain the impetuses. Mm -hmm. Impetuses? Is that the word? Okay, impetuses. I go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's go with that. Of the songs, the origins of the songs and what I was trying to say in these songs. And he was able to understand that. And through that, helped me choose which was the right vocal and also how he was going to mix them. And he just, he was so able to understand my, my, <laughs> my <laughs> artist yearnings to communicate, you know, and he was amazing. So those days are really special to me that we did. And then you're absolutely right. I came back and did the uh, Ponderosa Live, the GD Ponderosa Live, <laughs> um, and um, with my band and there was an audience in the room and that was also really special to turn that that space into a, a listening space and not just a recording space was really 
extraordinary. So yeah, I've had some wonderful experiences there. Yeah, there's a lot of magic that goes on, whether it's the sort of mm-hmm. magic of Tom really hearing an artist and yeah. watching yeah. watching him work for me has been wonderfully educational and illuminating. Yeah. And, and, Kevin, and Kevin is yeah. the same. He's he's got a way. You all know, of our guys at yeah. this point, and and you know, I'm I really can't say enough about watching all of them work, but you happen to have worked with Tom, so he his name's at the top of the list. And there's know. that other <laughs> there's that other character, the actual sound in that room, in that live room. I agree. I agree. So we're going to listen to one of your songs after we finish chatting. Tom had recommended the song Breathe. It's a good time to to listen to that song. (laughs) So one of the questions that we've been asking all of our artist, guest, musician, family, extended family, is if you had one piece of advice to offer to a new recording artist who may be going into the studio for the first time, what would that advice be? Wow. (laughs) Well, you know, I'd like to preface it before I I answer with, I'm really a live performer. I love being on the stage. I love connecting with an audience. I love that. My uh, history is not as a recording artist. And my experiences in the recording studio prior to Ponderosa were always very painful experiences, to be honest. I would leave, well, let me rephrase, even without leaving, I would burst out into tears um, during the recording process. It was very, very difficult, very, very painful. I felt very judged by the people who were in the room, whether that be the engineers or the other musicians or the other singers. In some cases, I had background singers. I judged myself. Um, I found it very difficult and I did not enjoy it or look forward to it. So I was nervous about my recording experience at Ponderosa. And I told Tom, and I don't know if he remembers, but I said, this is absolutely the first time. Not only have I not cried uh, in the middle of a, of a studio session, but I had no desire to cry. It's not like I had to hold it back or something. <laughs> right, right. I felt free. I felt seen. I felt heard. I felt, oh, I felt enough, you know? Uh. I think that's what's so scary about hearing one's voice magnified like that mm-hmm. is that feeling of, am I enough? You know, and if I let down my guard, which you must do in order to be an artist, am I enough? Wow. You know, will I disappoint? And, and so it's scary. So people run from that, you know, hearing of their own voices so loud, they run from it. And, um, and that was really the first time in my life. How about that? That I really, as a recording artist, again, I I didn't have that experience as a performance artist, but as a recording artist, the first time that I I could hear myself in those earphones and think, yes, that's me. Mm -hmm. That is me. And I'm enough. Wow. Brilliant. That's profound. What is my advice? My advice to someone who is newly in uh, a recording studio is one, to be very gentle with yourself, Mm -hmm. to know that the feelings that are coming up, because they will come up, are universal. This is what it feels like to hear yourself, right? This is mm-hmm. what it feels like to see yourself in that way. So be really gentle with yourself and do your best to uh, surround yourself with people who will be gentle with you and will support you through that. And that's one of the reasons why that 
time that I said that was just really me and Tom really was so special because it was just the two of us. You know, I yeah. really just, just sat there and just kind of, we were able to just incubate ourselves and I didn't have to, I was already dealing with whatever I was going to be dealing with, but I didn't have to have everybody else's opinion at the same time. So I would say, be gentle with yourself and do your best to surround yourself in those moments uh, with someone who will be equally gentle. Wow. Because it's, it's an exposing thing. Yeah. 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 As a matter of fact, it's interesting. We did have a woman come in. Uh, I won't say her name in case she doesn't want to talk about it, but she was a housewife with a gorgeous voice, finally got the nerve up to come in. And she was so nervous. She was almost in tears before yeah. she even started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it wasn't Tom wasn't here. It was Kevin and Paul, our, right. our intern mm-hmm. now turning quickly into a <laughs> really good engineer, Paulie. And I call him Paulie. His name is Paul Machado. <laughs> I've nicknamed him also now Macho Machado, but that's a whole other story. Um, but Paul did such an excellent job of making her feel comfortable and heard. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it was very patient with her because, you know, every time she would flub up in the beginning, she was really getting anxious about it. And he said, it's OK. We all do we're it. All, yep, we're yeah. All, and that's what we that's the vibe up here. It was here before we got here, but it is certainly part of my sister and I's philosophy anyway. Mm-hmm. We're all about mm-hmm. sort of nurturing and inspiring and creating an environment that artists can walk into and just feel open and vulnerable and safe. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's everything. I mean, you know, art cannot be created unless the artist is vulnerable. I mean, that's that's the work. That's the art. Otherwise, I don't know what it is. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Imitation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, yeah, it's not, that's not, that's not where art comes from, it's right? It's superficial, right. maybe. Yeah. from the vulnerability. Yeah. It comes from that. And so I think that, um, I think that that it's creating that environment is everything. And I do think some of it comes with it, right? I mean, some of it is in the wood and in the, <laughs> in the ghosts, right? In, uh-huh. in the ghost of the space. But it has to be nurtured and it has to be um, continued. And if the wrong people are in the room, it can be stifled, right? So I think that's so wonderful that you all are, are continuing that. And, you know, and Tom and, and Kevin and Paul or Polly <laughs> and everyone <laughs> is, is continuing that because it's everything. It's everything. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I imagine that most of our musical friends and, and artists of all kinds are hopefully taking some time during this time out, you know, to be creative. And I'm really kind of excited to see yeah. what happens when we all come out of our our caves and what kind of music and art and poetry and writing and songs. I am, too. It took me a while. It took me a couple weeks to settle down enough in my spirit. Yeah. I was surprised because I, you know, I'm a busy person and I am always craving time. And all of a sudden I had time and I was like, well, why can't I slow down? Like my, my my (laughs) inner, my inner clock or something couldn't slow down. But I remember the day that it happened. It's like, and I've been really guarding my quietness and guarding my, my peace. I'm Mm. not allowing myself to get too busy a lot of people are very busy during this time, not necessarily mm. busy doing what they would like to do. They're, they're very busy, whether that's uh, taking care of their children who are home or different things about their job, working from home 
or they're sick or they're caring for someone who's sick right? or they right. are, uh, you know, concerned about finances. Um, you know, there's a lot of reasons to not quiet down. But if we do get the opportunity to quiet ourselves during this time and to see what grows, and I say it like that to see what grows because yep. that's what's been yep. the most fun for me as opposed to saying, oh, I'm going to use this time to finish my dot, 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 whatever it is. I've just been <laughs> kind of just sitting down and um, uh, starting to write and see what comes out. Uh, so sometimes yeah. it's a song and sometimes it's a poem and sometimes it's a story. And I've been fascinated and excited to watch what's growing. Well, I'm hoping you'll bring some of that gold here to the studio next time we're able to get together here. Well, I would <laughs> say hopefully won't be too you long. all are my first and foremost, my absolute first choice. Uh, so the answer oh, is thanks. the answer is yes, yes and yes. Um, and some, like I said, <laughs> some of the things that are coming out during this time, I was writing before because I'm already preparing my next my next project. But some of the songs that have come out during this time, I'm really excited to get them uh, into Ponderosa and and let Tom get his hands on them. <laughs> I, yeah. I, Kevin yeah. and Paul too. Kevin and Paul too. But uh, but Aww. but Tom Tom is the one that that I know. So um, you know, let him yeah. let him get his hands on them and and just kind of see what. They are, I, you know, just kind of look at them. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Uh, uh, well, in the meantime, please take good care. And we so enjoyed your spending a little time with us to do this podcast, which is one of the things we're doing. I love it. Yeah. Do you want to tell us anything about this song, Breathe, before we play it? Oh, oh, good. Yes. It actually is a perfect song, not just for this time, but for the conversation we've just been having, which is it's a song about figuring out what's important. It's a song about realizing that often the most simple things, um, the things that we take for granted, things that we bypass in our daily life because we're so busy getting things done, those are the things that are actually the most important to our ability to survive. Uh, Yes, to thrive, but also to survive. And uh, something like, taking a breath, breathing. We look past it. We're so busy doing everything. But, you know, that simple involuntary function that is happening in our bodies is everything. And here we are with dealing with a virus that specifically attacks one's ability to breathe. So I think that the song is, is a good choice. And um, But that's what the song is about, slowing down um, and breathing physically and metaphorically. Rhonda, would you tell us where can we find out who you are and what you're up to and what you're going to be doing? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, the best place for that is my website, The Rhonda Ross or The Rhonda Ross. It's T-H-E-R-H-O-N-D-A-R-O-S-S dot com. And there I have, uh, I have all my music, um, uh, my merchandise. People can buy my CDs and T-shirts and that sort of thing. But I also have my tour dates. I also have a newsletter that one can join there uh, that really is a wonderful regular uh, communication with me. And for this time, this um, COVID-19 time, I have a page on my website called Family Management. And I put a lot of homeschooling resources on there because we homeschool our son. And so a lot of homeschooling resources for people who are suddenly 
finding themselves homeschooling, as well as meditations and, um, you know, different uh, tools that I've been using during this time that I thought might be helpful for people. So therondaross.com. Thanks so much, Rhonda. I look forward to meeting you in person soon. Me too, Meg Lisa. Thank you so much. (laughs) The alarm goes off. Time to start your day. You pull yourself out of the bed, but you're wishing you could stay. You're tired, so tired, but your day has just begun.
Hope you like what you've heard. If you did, please let us know. Give us a good review and do us a solid and share it with at least one person that you think might enjoy this podcast. Find out more about this podcast specifically and GD Ponderosa Studios in general at gdponderosastudios.com. <laughs>